music. My Loud ears. Noises. Sorry, listener. Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Can you hear? Yeah, I was going to say, if, if any uh, sound detection is left in your ears. Yeah, that was my bad. I meant to go down. I went up. You know, meanwhile, we're literally less than a minute into the show. We can't just restart. Nope. 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 That's Wells. Hey, everybody. Currently, uh, feel like I have an oak tree shoved in my sinuses right now. Oh, that's good times. I know, right? Gotta have an oak tree up your anus. I'd much rather have that. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing fat lines of pollen on my way into here. Ooh, sweet. It is that, the that uh, good green time of the year, isn't it? The yeah. pollening. The pollening yes. is happening. The great Tree pollening. cocky in my nostrils. When everybody has a green vehicle. Yeah. Doesn't matter what color it used to be. It's yes. all green. It's all green. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, you been up to anything since we last recorded? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about this last time. Time means nothing still, but... Uh, Grant, our old buddy from uh, back in the old Bentner days, has finally opened his new place. No, uh, we haven't actually talked okay, about okay. that. So, like, <laughs> I think he said it's either six or seven years in the making. Uh, he had been negotiating on this one specific space for a long time. And uh, blah, 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 nobody cares. Didn't work out. Ended up getting into a different spot. Uh, finally got opened after probably three months later than I think he wanted to. But... Uh, Still has a lot of the same kind of vibe that it had before. Okay. Uh, he's brought, uh, he said, the majority of his recipes that, uh, you know, as he was the chef there at the Ventner, so he's brought a lot of those. Um, so that's slowly coming up to speed as he's getting more of his equipment dialed in and, you know, eventually we'll get some help. And, you know, like right now, it's, just, it's very early on. Um, but, you know, it's been a couple of weeks right like maybe a month total that he's been open no no it's it's been maybe two weeks because it wasn't i was there the day they he had a soft open which was probably right after we recorded i would imagine so how was a soft open uh it was uh it was pretty firm you know like no it was it was a good time um you know the food he wasn't quite ready to serve food yet uh but you know it was great he had like seven taps he's already got plans to expand um, bottle shop too, or yeah, okay, yeah, still the same kind of like you know a lot of cans in in wine bottles. It really kind of fits that small niche that um, two hundred one Central had. Not as not nearly as much um, inventory because right. he just doesn't have the space for it. Well, but, that's great because two hundred one Central just because that has a lot doesn't mean it's good. Right? Yeah, and a lot of it was. Terrible beer, and a lot of it is where beer went to die. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I still will never forget the one time Wells and I went there because we left the beers here for a show out at your old place. Yep. And we were date checking everything, and we struggled to find something that was within 30 days of yep. an IPA. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's real tough there. Um, and one of the reasons why they closed it, I think. But, um, you know, it's... It, it was it was fun. We were... Uh, I was hanging out there Friday afternoon. Uh, so I went there... Yeah, so it was the the soft open was on a Thursday, and then I went back the the, the next week on a Friday, uh, spent the afternoon there, had some snacks, and uh, we we were playing uh, magical keg, you know where the keg is empty yet it keeps pouring pints, and we were doing our best to kill off the main lunch because there was a new, uh, I guess Dream Chasers has uh, a new brewer, and um, she had just made or just kegged a West Coast IPA. Ooh. And so um, 
we were trying to kill the main lunch because it literally had just been delivered and we wanted to try it. And so there was about three of us and we went through about six pints. <laughs> and every time Grant's like, I'm lifting with my pinky. There's nothing left in it. The next one's going to be it. And nope. But uh, finally did kick it. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good times. Um, we, we need to try and get a show out there. It was uh, just a lot of fun. It's like I said, it's kind of tight in terms of space. It's, it's skinny. It's a skinny storefront, but the skinny mini. Yeah. But you know, good place. A lot of fun. I'm just super glad to, have a spot that is, you know, like six to eight minutes away that I'm actually going to enjoy going to. Yes. For you, that is huge. Yeah. That is massive. Uh, well, you and I did something too, but I feel like I really kind of want to talk about this first news story. So we could save that for show two. All right. We can talk about our field trip in show two. Yeah, because uh, we're ready to get right down to business. I, then. I have been dying to talk about this since it broke. I have too. Oh, uh, I've got many a thought. So, Wells, why don't you introduce it as I pull the story up? Oh, God. So, we've been talking for the last two years about Stone pursu- uh, pursuing trademark infringement against Keystone. Miller Coors. Miller Coors, and whatever. Their, their Keystone brand. Uh, over. You know. Re- pulling the, removing the key from the Keystone yep. and just labeling their cans Grab as some stones. stones. Yeah. So anyway, they they won a significant chunk of money and fifty six million dollars. Yeah. So um, it 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 would appear that uh, they kind of laid the blueprint for another brewery locally, Sycamore Brewing, to do the same thing right back at Stone, because oh my God, if if y'all aren't from Charlotte, and those are are in Charlotte may agree with me or very whatever, I'm not Sycamore's biggest fan. Nope. I'm not. It, you're not Sycamore's target market. I know. I'm too old for him. Yeah. This, yeah. I'm, I'm not 30. I'm yeah. over the age of 30. Yeah. If, if you're in your 20s, uh, maybe have a dog. And you're yeah. single. Wear lots of yoga pants. That's, yeah. If you like a meat market. Yeah, we are that's definitely really, not the target demo for them. And it's Look, there's nothing wrong with that. They know what they're after. They lean into it. That's right. great. It's just not it's, us. Yeah. It's just not us. That's, that's right. So anyway, uh, Sycamore has filed a lawsuit against Stone alleging uh, trademark infringement. It turns out that Sycamore, two years ago, uh, trademarked the phrase, keep it juicy, and as well as keep it hazy, keep it whatever. Um, so they have trademarks on all of this. Well, last year, Stone rolled out a hazy IPA called Hazy IPA. And on that packaging, it says, keep it juicy. And on Stone's website, it said, Keep it juicy for the descriptor of that. Well, there's a big problem. Yeah. Sycamore clearly has the trademark for keep it juicy. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not even, this isn't even this long though. I don't know. Okay. I, I guess because they wanted to come up with the pithiest possible oh, yeah, court sure. document. Um, my eyes about rolled out of my head when I was reading the intro to this, but I did read what all 16 pages of the brief and I mean, I'm not like a... 16-page brief sounds like an oxymoron. Yeah. Well, so I'm not a lawyer, but it does seem that Sycamore kind of has this one in the bag. This is like, a, this a is, slam dunk. This is blatant trademark infringement. And Which, you know, and it, you know, so it's funny because like the, the common scuttlebutt around town was, you know, Sycamore doesn't necessarily play by the rules. Oh, yeah. They'll... Until it suits them. Not get... Uh, label approval for their reindeer fucking cans yeah. 
I mean, we've talked about that in the past. I'm just yep. kind of, I'm kind of over Sycamore shenanigans, but man, they did trademark this some time ago, and Stone should have known, especially considering Stone loves to file uh, trademark trademarks against anybody that uses the word Stone. Yep, Bridgestone Sue. Uh, yeah. Keystone Sue, obvious, but yeah, holy cow! It's like a hundred different trademark lawsuits or, or cease and desist that uh, Stone files in a year, and they're yeah. they're about to get knocked out. So here was there was two things that stood out to me in this article more than anything. Uh, number one, Jeff, did you know that Sycamore is in seven states now, including North Carolina? Including not, North not Carolina. including North Carolina. Seven states outside, outside of, of North Carolina. Seven that, feels more than I would have assumed. I, okay. I would, if you would have asked me to give you a number, I would have said four. Okay. Are you ready for the another another crazy fact that blew my mind? Um, is this the one about how big they are? Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I had no fucking clue that they were that big and poised to become the. So they are the biggest brewer in Charlotte right now. I'm assuming by volume. Yeah. Okay. So, biggest brewer in Charlotte by volume and poised to become the biggest craft brewery in North Carolina by next year, which is mind-boggling to me. You know what helps them make more beer is winning a lawsuit against Stone. Yeah. Because you know they're looking at that $56 million going, ha-ha, and maybe that's what took them so long. Maybe. That's, that's kind of what it's, that's it's, where it's I was wondering. Yeah, it's interesting how you know Stone... Stone's uh, uh, judgment came through like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it on the show. Yep. And then here we go. Like within two weeks, Sycamore files their brief. I mean, I guess playing the the smart IP attorney, if, if they have one, I have no idea who filed this suit for them on their behalf, but you all of a sudden now have presidents with what... For sure. Stone just went through with Keystone, yeah. so... Uh, got, yeah, got, yeah. You, you pretty uh, much like take their little platform and go stand on it yourself. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I mean, you, well, fuck yeah. I mean, we're gonna do this too. So I don't blame them for doing it. Um, you know, again, I, I think the three of us have countless times just avoided their beers, even in the the store. Like, I don't even look at their beer when I'm in the store. I do. I don't. Which one? You Sycamore Stone. Because I'm not buying either. I mean, both at this point, yeah. but I'm saying Sycamore. But, you know, good on them. Hey, if, if they're going to get even more cash infusion from this. I mean, one would hope that, like, a lot of these, or especially in the early days, if you guys remember, all of these breweries with, you know, uh, what was the stupid not litigation? The other word. but Avery. Not, Litigation, um, beer. yeah, the, you know yeah. exactly what yeah, I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Collaboration, yeah, collaboration, not, yeah, collaboration, not litigation. It was an Avery, wasn't it an Avery beer? Uh, yes, so. yeah, I believe so. And there's been a lot of these breweries, Avery and Russian River, if I remember correctly. Oh, look, have you know decided instead of having this pissing match in court that we're going to work together and you know come up with a, a proper solution to this where it doesn't involve us suing each other or yeah. you know one suing the other. Well, since you read that entire brief, I am assuming that there is, I mean, I know it's a court brief, so it's a little different of a story, and we haven't officially heard anything from Sycamore, but are they talking about, like, I'm not going to try to sue, or are they just going balls out for the throat? I mean, that's what that's that is. That's a suit. Well, I know that, but... You can read know, the I mean, jury demanded. It literally says they want 
a jury trial here. Okay. Yeah, they won so, a jury trial and they were seeking right. damages which, which to be honestly, determined by the you jurors. Know, like, so we go back to uh, Wells's good call, Avery and Russian River. Nailed it. Uh, collaboration, not litigation, was a Belgian ale. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> because we all know that Stone's like main gimmick these days is collaboration. They don't hardly make. I mean, like they've got their four core beers, and everything else they make is a collab. Yeah, Stone. Huh? Feel, yeah, it feels like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anytime I see their stuff, I'm like, oh look, it's another, it's another. It's Stone X. Yeah, brewery. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this really begs the question of: Are they the asshole? Who? Stone? Which one? Stone's always the asshole. I, I, I'm about to say, which one, I guess. Cause... I mean, Stone Stone can beat Molson Coors and still be an asshole. But Sycamore can wake up in the morning, every morning, and still be an asshole. I, I, had, uh, I had a coworker one time tell me, you can be dead right, but that still may mean that you're dead. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, mm. you can be the correct asshole here and, and win against Miller Coors. And I'm not going to say Miller Coors was in the right because they weren't. Yeah. Right or wrong, that still didn't like Stone winning that case didn't really make me feel any better about them. No. As a brand. Nope. As a brewer. Nope. As a beer. Nope. None of it. Like it's. I mean, like yes, you. you we, this is the system and how much it sucks and you have to go fight for this stuff. Yeah. This isn't going to change my opinion of sycamore as a beer as a brewer as like what like they are they are who they are they're not for me and that's fine they are for others i know a lot of people that love their stuff yeah cool 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 enjoy yeah i I, you know i know people more than just you two it's okay you know it's it's but this isn't gonna like i'm not gonna be like oh cool they're fighting stone the wait crap brewer right yeah i mean i guess that's where it i don't know a little bit of it feels a little weird to me in the sense of it's craft brewer fighting craft brewer versus what stone did. And again, like Jeff just said, I am not impressed by any stretch of the imagination that what stone was doing or the fact that they won. I mean, I could give a flying fuck about that. Sycamore has to be the luckiest brewery in Charlotte. Uh, yeah, it's, they do. It's not close. So, Yes, they Keep do. going with that because I have thoughts as well. So Sycamore shows up to a street that's full of warehouses and they plant their flag. Hey, this is where we want to be. And the next thing you know, uh, because Literally. of the expansion of South End, all these apartment complexes start springing up around them. Bam. You've got a built in crowd. Um, so they're busy all the time with the 20 somethings. And then suddenly their piece of real estate becomes very, very attractive to developers and they get bought for, I think, $13 million, like their, their property. And yep. it's not that they have to move very far so they can like stay in place while this building next door is built to them, you know, built, built up. And then once that thing is built, they're going to move their tap room into there and then their original facility is going to get destroyed. So, Hey, you get a brand new building built to your specifications and you still net like $8 million for it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. Let's, you know, screw them. So <laughs> but you, you also- net like $8 million and then, and then this happens. Yeah. I mean, this is like money falling in your lap. Repeatedly. It's like $56 million. Like, you know, they're looking at that 56 going, we're not going to get all of it, but like, 
maybe 30% would be okay. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting that this has escalated, that, that it escalated this quickly. Yeah, this, I was about to say, this escalated real fucking quick. Because normally, like, <clears throat> we only really find out about cease and desists when it's someone who's obviously flaunting, like, oh, this is my, you know, lucky, you know, uh, uh, jewelry, uh, uh, you know, beer that's yeah. made with cereal and like okay whatever dude you're making lucky charms who cares right. you know and you're using the same damn logo with the same damn font and there's a leprechaun like you're gonna get a cease and desist like we know that stuff happens all the time but we skipped the cease and desist stage here yeah we went right to give me money yeah money please money please yeah, yeah money please yeah that's that's this escalated really quick really fast and then meanwhile to your to your point it was I was glad to hear you say that because I was I was thinking the same thing. Like, I can, how can one, how can money fall in the lap of the same brewery this many times? Right. Yeah. I find it's best if you just give them money, they'll go away, and then they'll come back with the next thing. I mean, like, there's a reason that they're going to be the biggest brewer in North Carolina. Nobody else has had this kind of cash infusion on a regular basis. Yeah. And you know, some of it is probably shrewd decision making to your point wells they picked that original spot and maybe it was because it was decently located and it was cheap and yes. maybe maybe they had a little bit of an inside but probably not that much and then it just continued to get better for them i mean yep. i like i this isn't me hating the player though yeah. i normally would i mean it's just that's just the game it is what it is well and and, and i guess i do want to make sure that we are very clear on that that Sycamore is not for us, but I don't think that necessarily any of the three of us in this room are like, fuck them, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe Wells, but I, I am upset with dumb luck, but I can't be that mad. It's always difficult to, and I, and I say this as a, in it, like a general stance in life, it's hard to sit back and watch somebody else like just fall into money and yes. not have a little bit of over it. and over again. Yeah. And then, then trying their product. And like, I even honestly, I was telling Wells this when we were on our field trip and we were kind of pre having this conversation two weeks before the show, I bought a four pack of Sycamore beer. Did you notice that it didn't make it on the show? There was a very, you loved it that much. very specific reason. And yeah. sometimes I bring some shit beer on the show, either unintentionally or intentionally. Yeah, you love to give us your leftover turds. And Thanks. I didn't even subject you to that. So if that tells you anything. Hmm. I, I'll be honest. I, there's a lot of times that I, I'm walking through the, the grocery and they've got stuff and it looks interesting. You know, like, like, oh, something, something, lemonade. Like, oh, maybe that's, maybe that's okay. I'm like, eh. But I mean... I don't, it's probably going to be fine. And that's, <clears throat> of all the beer that, of theirs that I've had, it's all been fine. Yeah. None of it I'm rushing out to the store to buy. Yeah. None of it not. has, I haven't had anything that has offended me. It's right. just, it's all really safe beer that markets to a crowd that's there to hang out and be seen more so than to really dissect a beer. And like, that's a perfectly good business strategy yeah. that has paid off. In spades. Oh, for sure. Uh, speaking of paying off in spades, the BA put out the top 
50 producing U.S. craft brewery companies. Uh, not a lot of shockers at the top. Most of it has been, I'm sure you guys can pretty much guess, number one and number two. Yingling and Boston beer. Oh, wow. That's, Shocker. Yeah. Never saw that one coming. Forever it's, in a day. <clears throat> it's interesting. This says craft brewing companies. Is, it, is this just beer? <coughs> yeah. Okay. Well, remember that we've had that conversation thousands of times about Sam that they probably don't really belong in here anymore because their portfolio is not. Oh, but, but the Brewers Association beer. keeps bending the damn rules. I know. They bend the knee. Whatever. Bend both knees, if you know what I mean. Um, besides the article that Wells had put in there, was if you gentlemen looked at, at this list, was there anybody that surprised you? Keep, keep going. No. Steven's point's one that always gets me, because I'm just like, who? Right. Yeah, a lot of these are, I mean, no surprise, like Canarchy, Sweetwater. I mean, I will still, to this day, be floored that how high New Glarus is. Yep. For one state, for distro. one state distro, that's mind-boggling yep. to me. And I mean, it's not like Three Floyds is really that; they, they don't distribute that many places. But and Trogues, Alex, hey, remember when we used to get Trogues? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I sure do. You know what though? I want some. What is that? Nugget nectar? Hell yeah! I want it real bad. Here's what I find interesting. Um, go go back up, Josh, uh, to the top of the list. Is there any other? What's the, so the first Washington brewery is Georgetown. Who? Georgetown. Yeah. Who? Interesting. Uh, we we've had a handful of Georgetown beers on the show. Uh, Bodhisattva and um, shit, what's the? Um, there's another one that's a Point Break reference. Yeah. Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. That's right. Um, we we've had a handful of their beers on the show. Real good hot beer. I've been there. Uh, we we did. Uh, I did an article about them. Oh, remember when we used to do articles? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm um, waiting for confirmation uh, for Scott's schedule. But Beercation 2.0 is happening most likely in October. Very nice. We're um, eyeballing. Ooh. Sorry, lumber, Lumberbeard. No, no lie. Just want a bunch of stuff. Uh, no lie in Spokane, uh, Fremont for sure. Breakside and Portland. They just want a bunch of stuff. Um, and Frame, who also want a bunch of stuff. Right. So, looking forward to that. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, to see Georgetown as the first Washington brewer on here. I mean, that's. I really would have expected Fremont, not uh, Georgetown. Now, yeah. if I'm gonna like split hairs here, and I sure as shit am. Uh, number eight, Artisanal Brewing Ventures, based out of Pennsylvania, New York, and New York. And I'm like, no. no. They're technically headquartered in Charlotte now, so we need that. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah, I saw that too, and I was, I, I thought the same exact thing. It's like, it all moved here. Like, the corporate offices are here. Yeah. One of the people that may listen to the show works in their corporate office. Yeah, I'm a little... Little little sore about that. I no North Carolina on this list, at least until Sycamore wins their next five lawsuits, <laughs> and sells their next two properties, then they end up in the top fifty. I mean, you're not wrong. So, what is the big shocker? We have a, a small, uh, different subset story. Because uh, I did not see this coming. I didn't either, dude. <laughs> so, coming in at number twenty-seven, the twenty-seventh. Largest craft brewery in the country, little non-alcoholic brewer 
Athletic Brewing. What? Yeah. So, wait a sec. It's yes. become that big that... Came out of nowhere. So, I will say that never have I ever been as blasted by ads on any social media as I was for as, as I was with Athletic. Yep. Well, but it looks like, like it's paying off for him. Well, for sure. Good, you know, like, got to spend money, make money. I get it. Yep. I had a conversation with uh, a fellow beer drinker that I've known for a long time, a uh, month or so ago. And we were talking about NA beer. And, and the conversation kind of got back to Athletic. His comment was, yeah, I like to just, you know, be able to scratch that itch of having a beer without feeling like trash the next day. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, I know you, and I know your liver is more trash than mine is. How is one beer affecting you that you need to go non-alcoholic for one beer? Like, I'm not like, right, right. you know, like everybody has their, their thing. But like, if you're going to drink a non-alcoholic beer, why not? I, I mean, like, I'm, it, it just, it feels like you're drinking a soda at that point. It does. Um, I, and, and I, as much as I wrestle with this idea of the NA beer and what the use case is, I, like, I cannot make it fit for me. You might have to wrestle with it a little bit more because I, I I came up with a really dumb idea that we'll okay. talk about off mic. Okay. All right. So I've never seen, and I do mean never, seen Athletic on the shelves anywhere. I was about to ask you that. Because I, you, of course, you I only did... go to like five places, right? I, I'm not like all over town the way I used to be. Sure. And I also but, don't but go you, big box. You you still... So I've Jeff and I never big box seen. I've never seen part. Athletic. I, I, have, I have seen their stuff at Total Wine. Okay. I was going to say, Jeff and I do big box for the most part, and I figured you, of all people, would probably have seen it because these little niche shops might have picked it up, and mm. you haven't seen it. Wow. Not, yeah, not to, not to my knowledge. Huh. I mean, unless I just, like, scrolled past. But I I do remember, like, other non-alcoholic beer options. Right. I could name you, like, every single non-alcoholic beer that public sells because I was just there today, and... I was just staring Curious. at the beer aisle, waiting for 10 minutes for my meds to get picked up. But, <laughs> but uh, no athletic on the shelves there. So, huh. so uh, total wine only so far, at least here. Well, that we've spotted that. Yeah. I mean, I I consider that Harris Teeter, even though they used to be a little bit more niche, has definitely got big box. Never once seen it there. Um, and at the risk of splitting hairs, being a large quantity beer maker doesn't necessarily mean that consumers are buying all of it. Right. Absolutely. No. And so, that is that is a, a very valid point. But it is just crazy that they are that big this quickly. I mean, look, they saw a market, the, 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 the brand being athletic. I feel like that speaks to a number of folks. Um, you know, congratulations for figuring it out. I am shocked with it. going back to the little joke about the ads. I am shocked we never got an email from them. To be a hundred percent honest with you, I'm not sure we didn't. But <laughs> well, yeah, that's very possible. But also, like, like hey, the, the, the number of times we get an email, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't fit our story. Yeah, or our narrative. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, you want us to to come uh, talk to you about your? Oh wait, uh, aren't you owned by AB InBev? Yeah, yeah, that's that's not as the kids say on brand. I did just pop on to Untapped and look up Athletics number one checked in. I think it's an IPA, okay. and went to the Find It section and yep. opened it up to thirty miles, and it was like 
five total wine locations and then one place I've never heard of. All right, then. So, what was the one place you'd never heard of? You know, make, of course, I had to ask you that. <laughs> Waxhaw Tap House. Oh well, okay. Okay, sure. eighteen miles away. Okay, cool. that sounds about right. Yeah, and that's why you've never heard of it because exactly. You don't hang out I don't and yeah. All right. Speaking of untapped, it's always time for that yearly listicle of the most untapped beers per state. What's the easiest story we can write? Yeah. Um, let's hey, use somebody else's data. Real hey, quick. look, as somebody that. Uh, did one of those articles every year for a couple of publications. Uh, got to get them clicks, yo. Well, it's not clicks. I'm just trying to get paid for the most amount of money for the least amount of work. I mean, isn't that what we're all about here? Correct. So work smarter, not harder. So interestingly, most checked in beer for every state. Let's, let's hit some highlights here. Um, Illinois, Chicagoland, Revolution's Antihero. Or? That tracks. Uh, in Indiana, Three Floyd's Zombie Dust. Also, kind of tracks. Uh, Pliny the Elder, bringing it up for California. <laughs> Good shock, for you. Big shocker there. Um, let's go see, um, Montana, Cold Smoke. Never heard of it. We've had it. Doesn't, yeah, we've doesn't had mean it. I've had it. We've, we've had it on the show with you. When? I don't, do you know how many beers we've had on the show here? I know. Yes, I, know. I do. How it many is, thousands of beers couple, we've had on the show? Just a couple. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm pulling an article back up because it did remind me of something that oh. I wanted to talk about with this BA list, too. 20, 2,300 beers. What's your problem? I mean, um, clearly find. memory. Yeah, fair enough. Cold. Whoa. We had coffee, cold, smoke. November of 2019. Oh, wow. November of 2019. I must have. All buys across the board. Then we had, it's a Scotch Ale. Okay. Yeah. And then the original, we had the original one in 2014. So, yeah, okay, that, so was, that, that was all so, four years So, time. I have had so pre, one pre beer by them ever. Okay. The, cold, the, the cold smoke, though, it's very good. Uh, I went back to the BA list because this one stood out to me, too, because Alaskan Brewing is on this list. And again, going back to Jeff's point, it is we make you make the most beer, doesn't mean the most people are buying it. Uh, I've always heard and have been we've had some alaskan beer smoked amber on on the show but is it i guess my question for that one is are they one of those that is just so nichely dispensed that like you're gonna find it like one bottle shop in town and it's probably 10 years old at this point i i don't know what their overall distribution's like i think Obviously, the closer to Alaska you get, the easier. I'm like, I know Scott has Alaska beer all the time because he's in Washington State. Right. It's right there. What is? Oh, so Oberon for Michigan. That's not a surprise. Not a surprise. Yep. Uh, North Carolina. Oh, God damn it. Of course you knew what it was. What no, is it, Wells? I, I didn't know you what it was. You knew what it was. You know, I think that's I just. That's not even the one that makes me angry. Is it? Ohio. Okay. Christmas sale for Great Lakes. Yes. Well, the you most hate checked in beer for Ohio is a Christmas beer. You hate that beer. I do. And you hate Christmas beers in general. Correct. I, that is. I love Christmas. I hate the beer. That is one of the best Christmas beers. Also, it is. Look, look at North Dakota. Chunk America cake. What huh. the hell is even that? So real quick about Ohio. Uh, Great Lakes Christmas beer. I, that's the only Great Lakes beer that I like consistently buy every year. Okay. Like. Maybe like one or two, but 
the point is, like, I'm good for one, and I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a Great Lakes beer other than that. Yeah. Uh, so go back to North Carolina. Go back what to North it? Carolina. Fucking pernicious from Wicked you Weed. Knew it was going to be Indev. I, I it's like a new, but I just wanted it to not be that way. Right. That's all. I mean, you just knew the, re- the reason that it's not a sycamore beer is because they rotate their beer so often. There's they yeah. don't, you know, like and this is the this is the downside to the current trend of not having flagship beer, but always having like the next new thing based on the new hop. You yep. know, when you're always putting out something new, you can't get any traction on it. Yeah. Massachusetts, right. Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That also tracks because I don't drink Sam Adams on a regular basis, but every damn year I'm going to get an Oktoberfest and I'm going to check into that thing. So a lot of these make sense. Wow. Keep going. Josh doesn't know what's up is down and down is up. You pointed up. I'm doing this. Make a scroll up. I like that South Carolina's number one checked in beer was also pernicious by Wicked Weed. The heck? Well, yeah. That's why we like to call it the other Carolina. Tennessee's is home style by Bearded Iris. We've had that on the show. That's fine. Yep. Pennsylvania, Matt Elf. Again, the seasonals that release. If I'm drinking like the same flagship, I'm not checking it every time. No. Virginia. Yeah, I was about... I looked at that a little sideways, too. Zombie Dust by Three Floyds. I didn't realize Three Floyds had distro in Virginia. Apparently, they did. I didn't either, and especially when you've got places like The Vale and Triple Crossing and all these other darlings of the craft beer industry, and it's Zombie Dust? Come on, y'all. Meanwhile, I, I'm like super stoked that the the number one beer in Washington is Bodhisattva. Um, whenever I get a shipment in from Scott... And there's a six-pack of Bodhi in there. I get super excited because it's just so damn good. Nice. So good. Mm-mm-mm. Good times. Uh, you did skip over my home state, which would have... Nobody quarter. cares about Kansas. Yeah, I know. It's Boulevard. Big shocker. Yeah. Man. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed it's not tall grass because I would, especially with the current ongoings at Boulevard, I'd much rather have something from tall grass than from Boulevard, but... Never heard of tall grass. Y'all have failed me. What? Did we have all that tall grass before Wells? Yeah, it was his pre-Wells. God, pre-Wells days. And I don't even... I think they shut down, to be honest. I don't think they're around anymore. Jeez. Well, I say that. Um, is tall grass one word? Okay. Yeah, one word. Uh, pretty sure that they... Uh, oh, they there we go. Okay. Uh, shut down yeah. a while ago. Big Rick. Oh, dang. Yeah, Big Rick. That was some good good Russian Imperial. They could have done Wells uh, bought that beer. Oh, Oh, so I just so you know. Okay. Uh, tall grass, flying Hawaiian, pineapple double IPA. Uh, Wells did not buy that beer. Wow. And I'm um, a pushover. Bourbon barrel aged buffalo sweat. There's no way he bought that beer. He Wells, thought it was trash. Wells did not buy that beer. Regular buffalo sweat. Wells did not try that beer. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Listicles can be fun. Are we ready for break? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. We'll We'll be be back back in 30. 30.
It's time for Buy, Don't Buy. I'll explain how it works. It's pretty simple. We've been drinking some beers throughout the show. And yeah, we, we have. have a very simple scale of a one or a zero. We buy it or we don't buy it. Uh, sometimes listeners donate beer. Most of the time, we provide our own beer. Uh, to, uh, tomorrow, next episode, I will talk about our little field trip. And I snag quite a few beers on our field trip. And that's one of the first beers up. So, Jeff, what is the first beer up? Uh, from Hopfly, the like not new brewery, but new to Charlotte, if you will. Um, here in uh, yeah, I know. Just finish that. Uh, did I give you that on this? Yeah, yeah. You poured um, this one is listed as one of their dank expressions. This yes. is the Bazooka IPA. Um, it very clearly is a hazy. It Untapped calls it in New England. It's kind of like it's not. It's not as as strong of a New England as I was nervous about. Uh, I actually enjoyed this beer a lot, believe it or not. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? Like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was just good all around for me. Um, I like this. It was uh, hoppy, and it, it definitely was. There's hazy, and then there's thick, and this is kind of in that thick category. Yeah, but it's not like full blown New England for me. Um, so, but it it just it worked. I liked it. Wells. Uh, a lot of Hot Flies beers are, uh, at least their hazies, are a touch on the sweeter side, which isn't like a complaint for me so much as just something I've noticed. But this is really tasty. I, I still have yet to find a Hot Fly beer that I don't like, um, which obviously makes this one a buy. Also, it's a great place to visit. Josh, what do you think of this? We will talk more about that next episode, but I will say this. Every beer that I brought onto the show, minus one, I had in the tap room. All right. And there was a reason why this made the list. Okay. This was absolutely fantastic. Big buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Vitamin C Brewing in East Weymouth. Weymouth? Weymouth? Oh. Massachusetts. I don't know. I don't speak northern. Fair enough. Uh, this is their Kettle Charge. It's a hazy New England IPA. Um, for everything that I liked about the last hazy New England IPA, I don't like this one at all. It's uh, it's kind of flat for me. It's one note. I don't care for it. No buy. I really enjoyed this. Um, it's definitely not as sweet as we kind of had with that hop fly beer. It's got like a nice peachiness to it, minus that peachy tartness. Um, I enjoyed this enough that I'm like, mm, I think we need to have this beer on the show. So I liked it enough to buy it, and I definitely liked it enough to bring it here. No, I already had that one. Oh, my God. Josh, what do you think of Depth Charge? It was, it, again, another excellent hazy. I hate... Sometimes I hate the fact that I enjoy this beer style anymore. You know, there's another well, because it's good right in front of you. you. Know, I'm trying to make life easier on you. Okay. You know, enough. like I appreciate it. You're talking. I can reach over there and now it's suddenly easier. You're like, why do you got to be on my case? All right. Like, get off my back, dad. Oh, You're not my dad. You're a cell phone. Um, this, you know, again, it's just happy like, birthday to the ground. One of these things where I hate sometimes that I have become this person that enjoys hazy IPAs, but then when if it makes made, you feel any better, I hate you too. A lot of people do. It's fine. When they're made well, they're made well, and this is made well, so absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up, another Hopfly. 
This is part of apparently the floral series. This is called Corsage, a double IPA at 8.2%. That's DDH with Galaxy, Waimea, and Nelson Savon. Savon. Um, I like this one too. This is I don't know what to I don't know what to say. Like I don't know how to You may ask yourself, how did I get here? Perhaps you should go too. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean like for sure. I, I I know you had messaged and said, Hey, we're going out, and I'm like, eh. <sighs> That's a long haul for a long day. I definitely think, especially since neither of y'all are gonna be going to Wheels for Wishes, I gotta come up and do a a crawl day with you, but mm, yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This is de- I definitely, I definitely. The first beer had me interested. Now this has my attention. attention. I gotta yep. go. I yep. gotta go. Yep. Well, I'm with Jeff. That first beer uh, had my interest. This one has my attention. This is, I mean, you're looking at a six point five versus this one's an eight point two percent ABV. So it's a little bit more full, more rich, more expressionate to me. Holy shit! I could see myself getting the two of these mixed up and find myself in a good bit of trouble. Uh, this is a even, I know we don't do more of a buy, but okay. <laughs> it, it, it too is a buy. So out of the three hot fly beers that I brought onto the show, um, we Outside of the other place, which we'll talk about because it was kind of a weird experience, we probably spent the most time at Hotfly, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. So this would have been probably the last beer that I had when we were there. Um, And believe it or not, if you're already, you know, interested attention, the one on show two, I think, is going to knock your fucking socks off. I can't wait. But hurry up, is, let's get done. Let's go to show two. Let's go. go this on. is delicious too. Uh, again, another big buy. Yeah, delicious. Jeff, next beer up. Uh, so a couple episodes back, we had Niels on talking about court shoes and um, kind of the excitement around that and um, the the new run of court shoes. And uh, lo and behold, and this was news to me until Wells texted. He was like, "Hey, I got this beer." There's a Champions Edition. So Ooh. I guess the the Champions it's, of... It's not new to you. He told us about that on the show Did that he was know? on. It was the first, second, and third place from judging of last year's Court Shoes entries, plus the honorable mention. So this was Heist, Catawba, Southern Range, and Salud Cerveceria all came together for one beer that was like brewed at Southern Range. And it's we, a hazy IPA, which was last year's court shoes. Yeah, so so they all have a an ingredient list or a, a base recipe. At which point they're all like chiming in on what hops they want. Um, to me, I, I love the whole idea of court shoes. I am not a fan of this beer at all. Y'all are gonna flame me for this, and that's fine. It just feels like a mess in my mouth, and not one that I enjoy. Well, no buy. We are. It's it's weird in terms of order of preference. Like we started, like the first beer was like my least favorite. I mean, I like them all, but damn, it's like as soon as we start working up the list, like this one just, I don't know. I didn't 
think that I would even get a chance to get my hands on this pier, but I, I pulled a crowler. Well, I didn't pull a crowler. Um, big thanks to Jason at Swood Cerveceria for providing this crowler for us. Uh, freshly filled as of three hours ago. Doesn't get any better than that. Really doesn't. No, it doesn't. And but I'm assuming that's a buy. Oh, it's a buy. And if this doesn't get any better than that, then I know going forward. <sighs> <laughs> now so, I'm maybe rubbing it in a little bit. That's fine. So as a reminder for at least the listeners in the Charlotte area, you can actually pick this one up in four packs at the Harris Teeters. Yeah. Maybe not... The- the Champion Edition? Yes. Okay, yes, the okay. Champions right. Edition. My bad. Yep. My bad. Fact, My bad. I My think bad. it's even a statewide North Carolina thing. Well, it might be. You might be right. That's um, super fun. But it, yeah, it's definitely at Harris Teeters uh, because I remember him talking about that. And then I asked him a yep. few days later, like, hey, is mine going to get? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, sweet. And the fact that you got to bring it in on a crowler. Yeah, sold, uh. sold out of cans. I, I, I kind of figured that I was able to, and I wasn't. This is delicious. I'm a huge fan of this. Uh, I, yeah, this, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Absolute buy. Jeff, final beer up. Final beer up. Um, God. <coughs> it's been about it's been four years. Four years since I looked at four, me. Four years since we had base Death Star on the show. This last release... Has it really been that long? Yeah. Wow. It, this last release... Wow. We, we've had a lot of the variants. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, and so Death Star is Revolution's uh, barrel-aged Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Uh, fantastic base. And uh, again, it's been like about four years, and they've recently put out a new can. And honestly, like... Part of me just put it in the show because I want to take a picture of the can. Yep. It's um, a badass looking can. It's a it's a pretty badass looking can. Um also that's not a pint can, that's a stove top. Yeah. Stove pipe. It's a stove pipe. It's a whole whopping one pint. Stove top. One point one pint, three point two ounces. It's a stove top. You can really tell those three ounces extra. Well, that's that's probably where this line is right here. Yeah. It's like that's I would the, assume. Uh, pretty much. Pretty damn close. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a 15% beer and it is as always freaking delicious. Yeah. It is what I want out of every barrel aged oatmeal stout. Yep. Period. Bottom line. Yeah. Write the book. Yeah. Print it. Not even fair to everybody else as per usual, but you know, that's what it is. I just wanted you to have another can for yourself, Josh. I saved uh, I saved this beer for last. I didn't even try it. I know typically we because you know we re up, uh, and I took one sip and I suddenly got a Taylor Swift song in my head. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Yeah, yeah. Here's a fifteen percent stovepipe, and I'm like, I could just spend the afternoon with a can like this, and then get really sad when it was gone. I'll tell you that you know it's not that uncommon for me on a weekend one of the days of a weekend to sit down with a 12 ounce can of a revolution barrel aged beer and just take my time with it yeah you know as you should something of this size i would be in trouble Mm -hmm. this is definitely a share beer Um, or a share all day but with yourself yeah here but but like it was kind of one of those things when uh uh you know when i whenever they put out something new and 
occasionally either Jason or Tony will hit me up and be like, hey, do you want anything from the release? And I'm like, yes. But also I need one of those new cans for Josh. Yes. But also that. I mean, this this is a boozy boy. Like, this isn't as smooth as some of the barrel-aged offerings I've had from them. This has got a little bit more punch to it. Um, it's still freaking delicious. Yeah. Like, anytime I see a Revolution can with one of those black, you know, toppers to it, you just get excited. This is why. Yeah. It's a buy. It's like the old days when we used to get excited when you'd see the dogfish that had the yellow cap on top. Oh, yeah. The yeah. extra ah, points. I want those. Give me those. Give yep. me those. Yes. I didn't I even I didn't even need to see what the label was. That's Just, right. oh, it's it. got one of those like yellow tops to it. You knew what it was. Josh, what do you, do you, do you like this beer? No, I hate it. You hate oatmeal stouts, don't you? Oh, God. They're oh, the worst. And you hate Revolution. They're, they're absolutely, all of it's the worst. And all I'm sitting here sadly thinking of is a place that we're going to talk about on the next episode. And could you imagine you and I having this instead of what we had? We would have never fucking left. We would have sat in there all day long in that room. Oh. And we would have just lived there. I I, I would have fucking lived there. I would have said, you're going to have to kick me out and I'm going to be back in the morning. You say it like it's a bad thing. It's not. This is fucking delicious and i i feel like especially since it was four years ago is it really fair that we include this and i tap that which is pretty simple and how it works out of all the beers we've had on the show what would you want to have on your kegerator at home and i mean we all know what's going to win but yeah. i mean like it's it's obviously death star although uh Kudos, but, but let's pretend Death Star isn't in this list. For yeah, if it's not reason. like if Death Star doesn't get my tap, which it totally does. If that wasn't here, which it totally is, um, I think that Corsage. Nice. Like, I, I mean, like literally, it's four hazy IPAs. So like, I really right. like. I got it's like the worst of four evils, but I, I mean that Corsage was good. I was super interested in that. Jeff yeah. just theoretically tapped a hazy. Theoretically, I like that. Yeah. I mean, if I was to theoretically tap something that isn't Death Star, uh, honestly, it's going to be the Corsage for me as well. Uh, I really enjoyed that Court Shoes, but I think that Corsage for like everyday drinkability is just something I'm going to want. Uh, what do you think, Josh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's three for three on Corsage. It was, it was the one where I almost wanted to grab two four-packs so I could have one completely for myself. Yeah, but I you, liked it that you've much. also cut out a lot of your week weekday drinking. Yeah, I'm assuming that's still a thing. Which, oh yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, absolutely it is, and so so I didn't. But I kind of wish I would have now because, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna be going back pretty soon to let me know to to, to load up. Whew. All right, Jeff, we're doing the show. Where are we at? Check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com or patreon.com/slash craftbeercast if you want to support us that way. We're a uh, very poor podcast. We don't, we don't, we don't, well, it, you know, like we don't do advertising. You don't have no. to listen to us shill something that you know we don't use. Yep. We just, or, we, or drink for that yeah, matter. We, we rely on your support. I mean, and that's, so, why do you think most breweries don't have us on anymore? Yeah, for sure. Well, so, we don't go anywhere. Well, I mean, not only that, but we're unabashed about our opinion of you. If you yeah. suck, we tell you you suck. <laughs> to your face sometimes. Yeah, to your face sometimes. Yeah. Look, we that only all, happened once. Yeah, and, and, and he put his knife away pretty quickly. We de-escalated that situation. Call that a knife? 
Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, hit us up. Uh, contact at craftbeercast.com. Or want, hate mail, yeah, for that if, matter. If you want to email us uh, at cbcast, craftbeercast, cbcast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? They can find me on the Insta Twits at all the Wells, all one word. Where can they find you, Josh? They can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend, tell somebody you've been listening to us for however many years that you have. Uh, don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. There are some stories up there if you want us to cover them. We'll give you some updates. I, I posted. You did. And I gave you updates on two of my accounts. Woo! Karma farming. Yeah, karma farming, baby. At its best. At its finest. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Oof. <laughs>